What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Awkward Tea Party. Today, I have guests from my past who are here to spill the tea and All take skeletons out of, my, out of my closet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal some embarrassing stories of how I was in my 20s and how I, dis- how I was a terrible influence on them when they were teenagers. Uh, but, so before we hop into it, Let's cue the intro. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Beep. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. I'm your host, Emeroy Bernardo, owner of a social media company, owner of a dance company called Temper Tantrum. Uh, and uh, here's my co-host. Hi. That's it. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So, and the ghosts, not really ghosts, but the, ghosts. <laughs> the kids I ruined who are now terrible adults. <laughs> And uh, are rioting and looting when they should be protesting. I'm just kidding. I'm wow. Fighting them. <laughs> wow. The, these are the students right I ruined when the they're in their kids. <laughs> uh, I, was, I have two former students of mine from a company, a youth company I used to direct called Teen Groove with a couple of friends of mine, uh, Ariel and Alex. Um, they're here to spill some tea and we're here kind of ca- to catch up. So some of the stuff I may ask is like purely out of curiosity because it's been ages since we actually had a actual conversation. Yeah. Where I'm not like also in director mode in a sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's start off with Alex. Hello. Yeah. Like <laughs> name, what you're doing now, how old and how old you are now and how old you were when I first started teaching you. Oh, wow. I don't know uh, how old I was when you first started teaching me, probably like around like 12, 11, maybe. And I am now 21. My name's Alex, by the way. I forgot to say that part first. <laughs> <laughs> but right now I am, so generally I'm in the science field, geoscience specifically. Nice. Whoa. And right now I'm working, yeah, I, I'm working at a GIS job, which is basically just making maps out of satellite imagery. That's so awesome. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I, I hope like in the future to kind of continue down the path of like science communication. So Whoa. yeah, not exactly sure <laughs> what that looks like yet. It might. <laughs> um, nerd. Yeah. Fuck. The IQ in this uh, podcast just rose up <laughs> compared to the usual content. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so crazy because like, like dance seems like a whole lifetime ago because I mean I I was so young and now looking back on it like yesterday I was going down a a rabbit hole on YouTube and I was just like watching um different videos from dance days and I was like oh my god like that's crazy first it's crazy to just think yeah just to think like how young I was yeah and like thinking of everyone now and like where everyone is I'm just like what happened like where has the time gone you know yeah, it's it's kind of it is pretty crazy because I think the main thing I've noticed is there's a lot of confidence in your voice now, in my opinion. Yeah, like, there's a lot of certainty, and then two, it's I forgot the second point, but we're here, so <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Here we are. <laughs> but it it, it feels Ethical. like literally like yesterday. I, I oh yeah, I was telling Ariel before you got on uh, that I still see you guys as like Teen Ariel is sixteen and you as thirteen. I'm like. I get it how parents can do that sometimes. I think it's probably because we were like, yeah, after Teen Groove, there was a long part, and that was like the last impression we have of each other. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. So, Ariel, take it away. Introduce yourself. Name, Um, occupation. ASL. ASL. (laughs) (laughs) Age now compared to when I first started teaching you. Okay. My name is Ariel. Right now, I am 24. And when MRI started teaching me, I was 13 going on 14. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see. Right now, I am in school to become a doctor of physical therapy. <laughs> nice. Wow. Man, we got like oh, doctors up in this fucking room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got, I mean, like, oh my God. shit. Hell yeah, we did we got, good. Yeah, we fucking did. <laughs> um, see, they did everything you, well, they, they did the exact opposite of what you told them to do. And look at you now. <laughs> to quit and to give up. Quit, give up, do drugs. <laughs> Play video do games drugs. all day. Video- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Let's see. I I don't know. I guess that's about it. I feel like I'm an adult now. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So when I say I feel like, because my last my first, my last impression of you guys was your age. How do you feel about that? Or do you feel the same way towards me? That actually, I feel like I'm still old. So like no matter like you still you saw me as old back then, and you still see me old now. So. Well, I mean, we that's, called you Lolo back then, so I don't know what yeah, you yeah, would yeah, say now. That, that's true. <laughs> Damn. So like, how do you? I honestly, I don't think I ever really knew how old you were. Actually, <laughs> like I just kind of was like. Because he acted even, like, like he was mind. 13. And like, yeah. even still now. Right. Oh. Like, he's my bud. And like, you know, my director, you're just like my bud, like my friend. And I was like, okay, yeah. well. But it just like wasn't even a concept in my brain, like how old you were or like age difference or anything. I was just like, yeah, we're just hanging out, you know? Well, uh, <laughs> he teaches well, me dance moves and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like being my student or, you know, in, in Teen Groove? What was your impression? Do you want to like, go first, Ariel? Sure. Oh, damn. This sounds like it's going to be some shit right now. No. <laughs> Hold on. Hold I on. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned, we called you Lolo, but it was kind of like because you were the dad of the group. Yeah, like, as always. You, you were the one who kind of had all the, the schedules and the pre-planned things that you wanted to do to like improve the team and kind of teach us how to have stage presence and we did the zazen meditations before every practice and like yes. and it was like all that kind of hippie sort of be, <laughs> be with yourself and be one with your team kind of stuff that I still like follow in my life like I still think about things that we learn from you and like I don't know so you were like a, I think you were a good role model Damn it. Size of drugs. Size of drugs. That was drugs. Size of drugs. What about you, Alex? <laughs> I mean, I completely agree. I think most of my work ethic, especially probably because it was from such an early age, like most of my work ethic comes from you as a director and like as a role model. Like Ariel mentioned the like the meditation stuff. And I still use those same techniques today. Like when I'm stressed out or oh, that's that's gotten me through so much of like you know just like lifestyle like it, it's just my brain automatically goes back to rehearsals you know early day dancing you know it's tough physically but like you were always there to be like just like breathe through it like everything's gonna be fine just like there's yeah. always a mentality like Ariel said like we're a team we're one like we're all here for each other 
And so I still carry that through my broader perspective. <laughs> oh, you, you just reminded me of like the crazy fucking workouts I used to make you yeah. guys do. Yeah, we did. Oh my oh, god, yeah. what did you crazy do? Crazy workouts. You wanna, okay, right, Maxine, it was terrible at the time for uh, sure. That was like too fun. Well, what, what, I, 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 what were the workouts you remember? Or actually, what were the workouts? you hated the most i just remember like when you guys would make us run outside and i would feel anger like bubbling up inside of me like i <laughs> hated like when you guys would make us like and it was always like punishment it was okay like we're gonna start the day like we're gonna do laughs it was always like someone was two minutes late like yeah. go run everyone go run yep i was oh, like oh, right. i hate being in trouble yeah we were uh, we were uh like we were holding the standard of like excellence in the sense like if you know like trying to make right. sure like if you're gonna be on time be on time you know right be right. early yeah be early yeah. <laughs> i remember i think i remember making guys do a lot a lot of suicides oh god yeah burpees. there was a day was a lot of we did like an entire conditioning day like the whole oh. day there was no dancing it was like we were doing those like high intensity you had the the phone in one hand and the notebook on the floor in front of you and it was like oh, I remember that. 30 second <laughs> bouts of like all these different running jumping squatting skaters like everything for like four minutes and then a minute of rest and then back at it like four times over he still that does that right. to himself yeah. I, and I, then, still, I still do himself. that by myself yeah yeah dude and then like <laughs> that was like the whole day we did like an entire freaking conditioning day i remember like doing conditioning like comparing conditioning with you versus like because i did like cheer throughout high school and like i did like a couple other sports nothing was ever as difficult or like as challenging as (laughs) the stuff we would do with you but the difference was like i respected you to the point where i was like if i don't do this this i'm down so i have to do this because i respect him so much <laughs> or, or we were scared of him <laughs> well i i, 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 I de- <laughs> napoleon <laughs> complex yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. i definitely we- had a almost like a iron fist as with with certain things but i also like tried to reel it back in like mixing like honey and vinegar in a sense like oh for making, sure sh- yeah. making sure that you guys aren't just being drilled down to the ground but we also like want to make sure that you guys are, I guess, quote-unquote, in dance shape? Yeah. I I will never be in the shape that I was right. when I was on that team. That's Same. for fucking yeah. sure. When, when was the last <laughs> time you guys danced? Um, I actually took a jazz funk class on Monday. Hey! A couple days nice. ago on Zoom Ooh. with Culture Shock SD. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Yes, and oh, it was nice. fun. It was like a beginner's adult class, and I was like sweaty and winded at the end of it. I was like, oh. oh. I love that. <laughs> the last like class I took was like, I think like a couple months ago, it was one of those free classes through, I forget the name, the new name of the studio, but the new JV. Element Arise. Elements elements oh. elements that's oh, what it is arise is gone now um, <laughs> oh well yeah one of those. Elements is the one I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about i i i took like a i think it was like intermediate contempt or something hey. like that nice and i was so scared that i was not going to be able to dance or learn choreography and like that just like my fear of like because i got it down fine like it's like riding a bike like once you do it once you know how to do it, like that never really goes away. Right, Max. And so after Just I did that, up. I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> Max doesn't consider herself a dancer, even though uh, she's I'm not. many years removed from it. I, 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 I thought yeah, the like same thing. 12. <laughs> I mean, the last time I did like studio dancing was like 
I don't even know, like long, long, long time ago. I think when I was probably like near 15. And then like, I just was doing like high school sports and stuff like that and cheer. Mm -hmm. And like, I swore, Stephanie would always, my sister would always invite me to like go take classes with her and i was like aha like maybe like i'll let you know man is she she still dancing (laughs) yeah she's teaching wow teaching still yeah she's like she just yeah she's teaching at elements she just kind of i don't know if this is like public knowledge but i'm sure the podcast (laughs) is not gonna (laughs) like reach my family that may not know but she just did like this big like career switch she was in school to become a lawyer and Mm she decided that she wanted to go to culinary school nice and so nice. she wow. just did that switch and i'm super i'm super excited for her it's gonna be super cool that's yeah. awesome does her family not support that no i mean they i mean if you're gonna go from a lawyer do. To it's just I, who knows and who doesn't know <laughs> oh okay right it's just the optics you're going from like I don't law think... school to culinary right. school <laughs> to a lot of cultures that's a downgrade right think they would care i just don't know who knows and who doesn't know <laughs> okay when was the last time you guys were in a in a company i was with a team through college i think yeah till till i graduated college i was dancing with intrinsic at san diego state nice and oh, nice. after i graduated i told my director that i had this huge crush on him since the day that i met him and that i wanted him to date me and now we're two years into Wait, you you straight up told your director like yo nice like, you like you shot your you you took the first step pretty much hell yes that is how you do it that's so dope because we oh, we have goodness. we know some people what? that that are too scared to shoot their shot because they think the guys should do it yeah oh, well, oh, are, are you I, talking I, about no who? way yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> i always was like I always found myself being the one to shoot the shot, even though I was always uncomfortable with it. But mm. I guess guys get uncomfortable with that kind of stuff too. Mm, and right. um, he and I were just super, super close friends. Like we were already going out on little dates all the time anyway. And we would go out and get drunk and like make out on the dance floor and all this kind of stuff. So like, this might as well. Might as well just... <laughs> so one day, like he was, like, on it. Yeah. <laughs> he was retiring from directing and I was graduating and moving on. And we were like driving back from a comp one day and <laughs> we his nephew called and was like, oh, come over for, it was Easter. His nephew called and was like, come over for lunch, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, do you want to come with me? I was like, sure. And on the way over there, I was like, so like, I got to tell you something. And uh, I really like you. And I think we should try dating. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't, it's, uh, it's very He was most likely wondering that too. He was just like, how do I play this? And you were just like, yes, I'm doing it. Yeah, because it's like, because most guys are taught to, they're supposed to take the lead. Most Uh guys are, would never experience that. Like, so it's like, that's freaking props to you. It's like, shoot your shot. Not just the guys, you know, shoot with film, shoot with bullets. (laughs) Shoot, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. What, what about just you, Just shoot in general. Shoot, just shoot, shoot, shoot basketball. Um, shoot basketball. The last time I was with the company was Marvel's dance company. And that oh, was, what, like 2015? Yeah. That, I wow. think that was 2015. I don't even know my years. That, <laughs> that 
it was just all a blur you're just old everything is a blur now (laughs) right especially (laughs) now now yeah just realized like the other day I was like it's July like are you kidding me I had no idea it was was a big shock to me (laughs) I know I I know I I just turned 21 well not just now but I turned 21 August last year and I feel like this whole year just like one with like quarantine and everything but like this whole year of just like not did not happen like it was just non-existence yeah. I turned 22 in August and I'm like what like wait <laughs> <laughs> I want to redo like that didn't happen like right? I just need to do it one more time yeah yeah this whole year has been been pretty crazy like how like it went from like World War Three, Australia was on fire. Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Yep. So quarantine only supposed to be for a little bit. Then BLM. Then no masks. And then more fucking quarantine. The, more quarantine. Then more quarantine. And the U.S. <laughs> Gestapo showing again, up out of nowhere. Most likely. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. Like so, I turned thirty this year, and like I had all these plans. Like not all these. Like it, it wasn't like completely planned out, but like there's so many things I wanted to do. Right. It was right. like laid out kind of. It's like okay, so we're yeah. gonna supposed go to, to Vegas. Year. We're gonna go to here. We're gonna go there. I'm gonna do this. We're gonna get. Turn thirty mm. in a dark room somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> existential dread, you know the usual. I'm sorry. Give it, give it a couple days for that. Yeah. yeah, and then like, and then you know, then just go back out there and be like, hey, no, um, right. Then I'm like, well, I can't do anything because like I have asthma and I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Really. yeah. So especially yeah. I can't go to LA. Yeah. Where yeah. California has already surpassed New York with the most coronavirus cases. I know. This place um, is, yeah, I have yeah. I have family in LA and I live in Colorado right now. So like it's oh, been right. really tough because like I really want to go home mm-hmm. and like see my family, but also I don't want to like walk into a hot spot of mm-hmm. COVID and then come back here and give my roommates COVID and just like, you know, right. perpetuate that. Here's cycle. a kid from California. So it's yeah. like <laughs> right exactly and like if I'm going back I want to see my grandma and I want to see like all the people mm-hmm. but like that's not an option yeah. right so that's been tough for sure have you guys gone to any of the protests yeah I've been to a couple of them like local in town yeah same I went to one yeah in town yeah. and that was it getting back into the whole dancing and when Ariel you said you were gonna say something off recording about me and drugs yeah I don't know <laughs> oh. what this story is I story time. I'm so excited. I don't think I ever did. I offer you drugs? No, <laughs> I, <told her. laughs> I, I bought drugs from Mark, not from you. I'm going to jail. <laughs> was was he on drugs? Mark, yeah, he was faded. Like, well, not, most well, not Mark, you. I knew no, Mark. No, I, I, no, I, I took my, nodding. I, 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 I took my like, I knew. I know how I operate, or at least back then when I was faded, and I just didn't like it because I felt like I couldn't control. Like mm. there's a lack of control. I was too relaxed, so I liked having. I liked being mentally sharp. He doesn't like to relax. So, <laughs> what is relaxing? This is a Virgo, you know. I, have a I know how that is. What is that? What do you mean? What is <laughs> I don't get it. Virgos, we're like, yeah, we're like uptight. Like everything kind of has to go our way, or we get <laughs> crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's the reaction. Because <laughs> it's fucking true. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> don't have to expose me like that <laughs> it's okay i'm a virgo she too did. i get it yay when's your birthday um, i think we're close it's close to mine right yeah it's close mine's september 2nd that makes mm. sense cool. and yours is like the 23rd yeah. oh yeah man 
Damn. I know these things. Dang, you're better friend than I am. A lot. <laughs> I know. I know. So drugs. I think Alex was there, but maybe she just was too young to understand what was going on. So honestly, probably <laughs> expose him. We we went to Vegas for HHI, Hip Hop International. And I think it was the first year that we went as name tags. And Alex, you were there with us, right? When we wore the white stuff, the white costumes yeah. with the mm-hmm. colored accents. So yeah. We were staying at Jaslyn's grandma's house or something. And a bunch of us got there earlier in the day. And then the directors like were lagging way behind. Mark, Emroy, and Steph were all in the same car. And they were lagging super behind. And it was like dark already. And we were sitting around like, when are they going to show up? (laughs) And eventually they roll in. And like Emroy goes and sits on the couch Oh and my he's God. eating like a whole ass bag of hot Cheetos, just like quietly. Oh my God. Okay, that doesn't mean he's high though. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. But that doesn't just, mean he's high though, because he would do that sober. Oh, right. this is a setup. <laughs> so he comes up, he comes in and he's just like sitting on the couch. Like he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He doesn't want to look at any of us. He's just like eating these hot Cheetos. And we're like, what fuck, the fuck? Like, like we've never seen you like this. And then I'm like, dude, let me see your eyes. Like, look at me. And he looks up and his eyes are all red and low. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> And we're like, I'm pretty sure someone had a camera rolling. And we're like, this oh my God. is faded. Look at his eyes, dude. And Yo, like, I don't Mark's remember that like at dying all. in the other room. <laughs> of, of course, it has to involve Mark. Well, yeah. <laughs> Where else were you going to get it? That's true. That's the only, the only reason I would probably smoke is because of Mark. Because you were in the car with Mark for five hours. I yeah. mean, what else were you going to do? What else were you going to do? It's a five-hour drive to ha- Vegas. I remember this happening, and, like, I, like, remember all of these, like, individual things, but at the time, I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand what's happening. And I'm pretty sure I asked you, Ariel. I was like, what are you guys talking about? And you're like, don't worry about it. And I was like, what? Well, now you know. Now you have to tell me. Oh, uh, it's one of those. I know. Oh my God. Now, Years later. Oh, yeah. I had a feeling. I only, I had like the, the vivid memory of like the, something with hot Cheetos. Yeah. And, Yo, and I don't reacting to stories that came into my brain. I honestly <laughs> I don't like, remember oh my God, that at it? all. And it was like, I saw yeah. that in my brain and I wasn't there. Like, I, I just pretty faded. Yeah. I just remember how anxious I, know how I was when he is. about the whole competition. Uh huh. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I hope we do well. <laughs> Fuck. You needed to relax. Like, yeah, that's what I was happened. just <laughs> tense. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. Like that you guys didn't see is like when us as directors, like when we're not, I guess, when you guys Directing. didn't perform at <laughs> what they wanted. They they wanted a championship. They wanted a first, right. second, third. When they when they didn't get that, we would have a a conversation about it in the back. It wasn't anything like terrible or tongue lashings or evil. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find yeah, a yeah. really bad word. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just like, it just felt, you know, we felt disappointed in ourselves and, you know, we let the yeah. people who brought us on board down. Right. And then, mm. cause, but at the same time, we know that you guys were giving it your best considering that some of you guys were new, new to it, but yeah, that's why I was like super anxious. <laughs> that whole, like I figured that I'll be relaxed because yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I think that's what was cool seeing uh, directing you guys from like your younger age and growing up because you because man, you guys flourished and you guys, from when I was seeing yeah. you guys like from small Alex having small movements and Ariel 
having strong movements but needing to extend it and a little jerky to super clean arms yeah (laughs) (laughs) i used to train you in like some crumping too and lock yeah yeah i did a lot of i did like all those styles little bits here and there damn yeah that was only a decade ago right only so (laughs) i like to asking this question when i'm doing one-on-ones but what advice would you give to your i'd say you to yourself from 10 years ago So actually, I was talking about this the other day. So I remember writing a journal entry to myself, which it must have been like about 10 years ago, if not more than 10 years ago. But I would give that same advice to myself back then that I did basically giving myself advice back then too. But I remember writing a journal entry and it was like right before I turned like 12 or 13, maybe before that. But it was like right before my birthday and I wrote in my journal like, you know, because I when I was younger, like I always was around people that were older than me. And like I kind of saw like the dynamics and like the workings of like, you know, teenagers, basically. How disappointing we are. And I wrote to myself like, (laughs) (laughs) like, oh, so this is not not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But I basically like told myself, like, I hope you keep the same compassion and empathy that you have now and like you don't get wrapped up in the little stuff because you know people around me and like growing up with older sisters like I always saw like people were things that I just didn't think mattered and like it just wasn't the point of anything you know Mm. there's just so much more to it yeah and like I feel like I could see it so clearly back then and like Mm. As I got older, I kind of like saw myself slipping back into that. What I, what I told myself, what I noted, like, don't do that. So like, basically like, hold on to that, like hold on to that feeling. And like, I don't know, be more mindful and conscious not to let that go. Mm. So I feel like I had that presence and that mindfulness at that age. And I was aware of it. And then somewhere along the line, like slipped away. And then now as an adult, like trying to get back to that, it seems like so much more complicated, but like, it seemed so simple back then, you know, like I just got it somehow. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the older we get, the more things are kind of dumped onto like our guest childhood right. selves or childhood yeah. values. For sure. mm-hmm. And then it's a lot of unlearning. Right. But it's cool exactly. that you're able to see that when you were younger, see all this stupid shit that the older right. kids and adults do. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit, now I'm doing it. <laughs> you become what you hate. I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> I used to hate dancing, so look at me now. <laughs> All right, what about you, Ariel? You know, I was a pretty dope kid, so I don't think I needed any. Hey, that's <laughs> that's... Uh, that, that, that that's it. The, that's it. Shut that's, it down. That's podcast how you know. over. That's how you know. Yeah, podcast <laughs> over. That's how you know guys. that you were my teacher. I know. I know. I exactly. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, God. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think my... Like one of my big issues still is that I worry so much about what other people think of me. Like I worry that my roommate's boyfriend doesn't want to be my friend. And like, who cares? You know, like I think I sometimes get, (laughs) and maybe I didn't have this. Well, I did. I had it in high school too, because there was a time 
when my best friend told me that like some girl on her water polo team was like intimidated by me and I was like that's so cool and I like took it to heart and I was like I'm this like intimidating bitch like yeah uh, but it's because I like because I cared but yeah. right. one of the things that like my boyfriend Elaine is telling me all the time is like why, why do you care just do what you got to do and like don't worry about what other people are gonna say or think about you so mm. if I could have like instilled that in myself earlier I would have I'm, I'm curious did you guys ever wonder what we did outside of rehearsals you as directors yeah like or were you like oh no the you know how like little kids oh they live in this they live in the studio <laughs> <laughs> yeah we kind of did actually i mean uh, class mark taught classes every day <laughs> oh yeah yes. it was kind of like the relationship with teachers like school teachers where i was like i was just so self-involved as a kid that i just didn't even think about it i don't think <laughs> yeah so you guys said that you guys are, are fucking doctors or something like some crazy doctors like, or some shit. Yeah, doc- <laughs> some doctors or some shit. Like the one, <laughs> the, sure. the guy with the art major, the art degree. <laughs> so, like, I'm curious, like, what uh, what drove you to your particular like field or interest to where you're um, at? Well, dance kind of got me started on this path because when I was applying for colleges, I like kind of knew that I was interested in science and I actually wanted to be a nutritionist at first. But when I was in college, I like saw this kinesiology stuff going on and I was like, oh wow, how bodies move. Like I, I'm super into that because being a dancer, like we were talking about earlier, you can train your body to do all this crazy stuff. Like if you treat your body well and you whatever, like there's so many things that we can make ourselves do. And like, and it's, dope like it's super cool so I started learning about like human movement and that turned into well I guess the next thing would be to be a physical therapist and become an actual expert on movement and I think it would be cool to treat dancers that's dope Uh, there's two I don't know if you've heard of them one is called cypher science Mm -hmm. he's a b-boy physical therapist nice I forgot this other one they're actually they're both b-boy physical therapists is the other one offset med yes yeah so funny story one of those guys is actually my ex-boyfriend and he (laughs) uh, a small world right yeah Yeah. when I was in high school he was like starting on the path of being an athletic trainer and then later on PT school and I was kind of like oh that's cool tell me about what it is that you're doing and what you're learning and I sort of followed that and so we're still like kind of friends and check in every once in a while about like PT related stuff. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that they're like working with hip hop dancers and I'm like, that's fucking what I want to do. Like, that's yeah. not fair. Uh, the, this one event <laughs> I did with, uh, I don't know if you heard the event called Arena. Mm-hmm. It's, it's by Kinjas. Yeah. It, it's probably one of the best community events I've ever been to because in the back, like in the green room, there was like three or four physical therapy tables nice so like for every so so for dancers like who are who obviously want to use it after the performance like because after one a run through one of the dancers pulled throughout her shoulder so she was just there until we were getting ready it was it was cool because it's like you're seeing dancers now taking so hard the importance of taking care taking your care of your body especially since a lot of the mainstream doesn't exactly see us as a sport because technically it's an art but it's very it's the, super athletic it's, it's yeah. very rigorous right yeah so, yeah especially, especially there's a whole debate about b-boying or breaking uh, in the olympics 
Interesting. Yeah. Mm. It, uh, you guys heard that the, the breaking is going to the Olympics? No, I haven't heard that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's going. They're going to be competing in the Olympics. There's a whole debate about it, like whether because they're afraid of the repeat of the '80s of like mainstream media milking for it what it's worth. Uh huh. Not share, mm. not educating people about the culture of hip hop. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And just kind of milking it for just entertainment and all that stuff. Right. So I could see where that why. And a lot of people are also saying that this is an art form, you know, and all that. But how people, can you be so objective to make it like sport? How can like you that? score it? Yeah. Right. How, like, how can you score? Yeah, because no point system. Like yeah. How right. can you score someone's footwork to someone's? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Freeze to someone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that that makes it hard. Right. And that, like like trying to quantify like creativity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How how would you do that? It's all it's like, like qualitative data, really. It's like what doesn't exist. This is when back in the day, like there was a there was a up and coming style called abstract style in breaking breaks all norms of breaking. And I'm pretty sure there's some some people that still do it, but it focused more on flexibility instead of the traditional uh, six step top rock freeze. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like every. That then that would help win battles because it was unique, it was flexible, it was flashy. But into in this generation, at least in this era of competitive breaking, a lot of people I think look the same in the sense of like, I don't know, it's hard it's hard to look at two dancers nowadays in my opinion and see that they're different. I mean, I could see how they can score it if they say like cleanliness, but even right. then I feel like that's still execution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can't like quantify right. that as like you know like if to liken it to like a gymnastics floor routine like there's requirements per routine you have to have a whole section doing this you have to do at least three tumbles right oh really or like or like a cheerleading competition you have to have like a dance section a tumbling section and some other section that i completely forgot about but like an acrobatic section yeah 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 Yeah. so like those like competitions Mm -hmm. have like sections and you have to you know, they judge like per section and then like everything else. And there's other like, um, and you could argue that takes like yeah. the whole creativity aspect out exactly. of it completely. Like mm-hmm. you need to have right. these, and these elements like in your the routine. Culture. Well, then what's the point? Yeah. And that takes, what, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Alex mentioned the culture. It's all about like style and like your own, your own expression through this art form. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think there's a way to do it, but I don't know if that would take away, like you said, take away from the art aspect of it mm-hmm. yeah but i don't know <laughs> that's how we end all arguments even <laughs> but i don't know i mean that, that's a bro that's a brilliant thing but i like, don't know socrates <laughs> said like all i know is i know nothing uh, yeah right so, like, Damn. admitting it's like a either. whole gives a whole deposition but i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> like if you have to like present like your thesis this is my master's thesis yeah <laughs> your master's thesis give like a whole deposition everyone's taking notes your professor's like oh my god I'm that is brilliant that. and then you go i don't know <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I'm definitely doing that. I'm definitely doing oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I would be like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait. So where'd you learn that from? Emily? We were gonna give it to you, but now we're not. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. Uh, I, don't but I don't know. <laughs> but I don't See, know. you know exactly what I do. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. It's more of like a disclaimer. What about you, Alex? How did you get into the geoscience field? So I moved to Colorado mostly because I didn't want to be in California, and. I kind of, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, like Ariel, I knew I was interested in the sciences and like in high school, actually, I took sports medicine, which is like yeah. a physical therapy 
kind of track with coach Garcia, I thought maybe like I, that was kind of like my, my plan B and like my plan A was like, Oh, I want to go to vet school. So I want to go to CSU, which is like one of the top ranked vet schools in the nation. And so I moved to Colorado. I went to one pre-vet meeting and immediately I was like, this is not what I want to do. Just like from the environment and everyone was just so competitive and everyone just seemed so like, it just took the fun out of all the science. Cause it was like, this is too objective for me. Like, I don't think that this is where I want to be with like, it just lacked community that I was so used to, which I think came from like, you know, dance culture. Whereas I grew up with this community in dance. And so I felt like that was an extremely important aspect of where I wanted to go in my career. Yeah. And so I kind of like spun the geosciences. But so I transferred to a community college after my first year at the university for financial technicalities. (laughs) And I stumbled into, (laughs) I stumbled into a geography class, just like an intro class. And I fell in love with it because geography if you don't know, is like the perfect mix of a social science, like a hard science. Yeah. So it looks at how the earth works, but it also takes into account the human interaction of it. So I had no idea that's what geography was. I signed up for the class because I thought, oh, I can learn capitals. Like, that'll be easy. But like, that <laughs> is not at all what it was <laughs> from what I've learned. <laughs> I learned. I didn't learn a single capital in that class, and I was not upset by it. <laughs> um, but so ever since, ever, ever since then, I just... I've been doing, like, internships and just different job experiences and volunteering, and I've just, like fallen in love completely and like the same way like I I think a part of me was looking for the same passion that I found in dance and like my adult brain was like that's not realistic and then I found this field and I was like wow like this is the same feeling like I feel so excited to be here and these people like I can just like you know, be myself. And like, it's so much more of like a relaxed field of science. So it feels like, it feels like more of a community than it does, you know, like a competition. Yeah. I've ever, I forgot what the question was originally. Oh, oh, how did I get get there? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of stumbled, I stumbled, I stumbled into it basically is the, that's cool. That's (laughs) the final answer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like (laughs) a lot of what freestyling is you kind of fall into a move and you figure you kind of like, be right. creative with it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm s- still falling. <laughs> finding my way. Falling but it's, it's been fun so far. <laughs> That's right. cool. Like hearing like how some aspect of dance kind of influenced your life, like in regards to the importance of community or somehow being involved with it, especially with the dance community, because it feels different with the dance industry because it's mm-hmm. very different. But that the dance community, just the love and the energy is this what I think mm-hmm. what made it being a part of the community addicting right or being in any kind of crew assuming that again that I guess that depends on the whole like culture of the crew because I know there are some companies that are just like very militant and it's like like, instead of a hell week it's a hell year they all got thrown they they all got thrown together just because they're good and nothing else yeah yeah Uh, yeah, that sounds awful (laughs) yeah and especially we with uh, with you Ariel like the injuries that like obviously 10 years ago like was different like but now I've accumulated injuries yeah like that are like like lower back when i had a discussion with offset med 
there was these techniques of doing physical therapy exercises I could do at home that mm-hmm. weren't available on YouTube. Right. So it's like it's the fact that you're doing that, you can you you could be doing that with dancers. Ariel is going to be is badass because, as far as I know, there's sports medicine for like basketball players, yeah. football players, but nothing mm-hmm. for hip hop dancers. And we, and it, for last week, my calf and Achilles tendon and knee just were fucking sharp pain. I stopped Ooh. dancing for the whole week, and I don't know Gosh. what it was. I don't know if it was a pull or like. So I was like, man, I wish like places were in quarantine right now so i could actually see An someone person yeah. yeah so i can actually yeah. like have it looked at but i was just like every every day was a guessing game guessing right. game and it was like on and off when the pain would be it comes with age <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> because to, same <laughs> because same i'm trying to maximize this because like like i'm i still want to perform once this is all done it's like right like, yeah that true you right. had a performance lined up for april yeah yeah it's crazy like uh, for this whole year I'm going to ask you guys too. like this whole year I had plans of performances and it's because I saw, I don't know if you, uh, you guys know I started a new dance company called Temper yeah. Tantrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, uh, it's primarily street styles and locking, uh, but oh, amazing plug. Uh, um, <laughs> make, we also have a podcast. Make sure you guys listen to that. It's called throwing, throwing tantrums. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I listened that. to the beginning of the first one today. I was trying to do my research. Oh, dang. Ooh. Like scientists. Science over here. Science yeah. bitch. I came yeah. the unprepared, so <laughs> it's not the science. Don't forget to do the science. <laughs> Respect science, people. Yeah. Real. Oh my god. Retweet. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I was, I also you're old. Did you guys have plans particularly for this year? Because apparently, like, you know, it was supposed to be the year. You know. Yeah. Every holiday <laughs> was on a Saturday. Oh, like, I know. It was a dream. I didn't follow that. Oh yeah, it was like Halloween's on, on a Saturday. Ugh. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did know about that one. So yeah, yeah. Fourth yeah. of July was on a Saturday. Wow. Fourth so, of July was a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So like, what were your big plans that were that were disrupted from this year? <laughs> to be honest, being in school meant that I did not make any plans because Fair. I didn't know what mm-hmm. my life was going to be like. And this is my first year in PT school. And from like all the people I had talked to, it was like, you're not going to have a life. So just don't plan to have one. And that was kind of what I did. Is that what you told your boyfriend? (laughs) was like, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. I'm not about to have a life. So have fun. And this this program, most programs actually are year round. So like we get Mm. two weeks off in between trimesters and that's it for the whole year oh my god two weeks oh, after wow. fall two weeks after spring and two weeks after summer so That's... it was like in those two week periods we were maybe going to go somewhere like close or have like a staycation or whatever but yeah we didn't really make any plans so super rigorous wow yeah respect though what about you alex um, i was supposed to go to dc actually for a science communication it was like this program that I got accepted accepted into, and it was going to be like a basically like a workshop, like a training um, in DC, and it got canceled. Like I think it was, it was supposed to be in January, and it got canceled like three weeks before it was supposed to happen. Like when we were like getting plane tickets confirmed and everything, mm. and it was like devastating. But it was awesome because the people that ran that run the program they offered because I would there was just so much going on at that time that I was just completely emotionally and physically overwhelmed for like I did, did not have the capacity to take anything else on because I was I was working overtime there's just so much happening that the people that run the program they offered me a position in next year's cohort so nice. hopefully yeah so hopefully seeing as how 
America does in <laughs> the coming months. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that is like an option to go do that yeah. next year. I'm like so blown away with you guys at what 22 and 25 because that's like you guys are just getting it <laughs> what in. What did I do at 25? And then, as far as I know, like not to hate on people who are going who prior to Corona were going to Coachella and just kind of like living their life in, in a different way, which is a common narrative I I've I've seen. Like right. So it's kind of it's cool hearing your story. I, I don't know everyone creates their social media to look a certain way but it's cool yeah. hearing the story right yeah of how you got to where you are the, the things that think the things that you guys are doing because it's like it, it's really expanding my world and view of you guys because in my head <laughs> prior to this was like you guys are still the, my my dancers <laughs> yeah sense. teenagers right. they were yeah. still like like right I'm, and i'm still a director <laughs> not really but yeah um well oh. i feel the same way about you <laughs> like, like yeah like when interacting like i'd say with your boss or currently and versus with me do you feel like a kind of personality comes back in a sense like, what do you mean like so like I'm the way of... the guy the way you guys were acting around him when you guys were like teens while he was mm. your director do you feel that attitude coming back now it was way more yeah. chummy when we were like dancers like dude me and mark were like hanging out all the time and smoking weed together and you know like <laughs> we, were, we were homies so and same with you guys like we had i had no i wasn't shy about like asking you guys to go get boba with me or like talk about like personal teenage shit that was going on in my life because you were like close enough in like age or sense of community that it wasn't like there was a hierarchy of course like in practice in rehearsals you were the boss and we did what you told us to and stuff but like after the fact we were cool and we were friends and we could talk to you about friendly things that's not weird (laughs) (laughs) what were your what was your favorite part of of i guess the whole teen group experience and your the worst part of the teen group experience my favorite um, part was just like like doing it. Like just being a dancer with other people who love doing the same thing. Like wanted to be there. I agree. I agree. I <laughs> mean, it was like especially like with name tags and like teen group, it just felt like having a bunch of older siblings, especially being like the youngest one on the team. Yeah. Like for a large majority of it, it just felt like people that I could go to if I needed that and like just like a sense of security and community and like in terms of like favorite memory I don't even know it's just like it's just like it doesn't bring up a specific memory it just kind of brings up like a feeling you know like the feeling of like a Mm -hmm. warm spirit (laughs) like I like I can't recall any specific thing other than like how it felt you know Mm. which was great any uh what about your worst memory or experience it's okay we're it'd be the running for sure (laughs) (laughs) we're not under contract anymore you're not gonna lose your spot (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i think kind of sometimes the studio management the way they came down on you guys Mm -hmm. was like we could see it happening sometimes and and was like what was happening Like, like we could see if they were in trouble for the way a performance turned out or Mm -hmm. like 
Mm. If like there wasn't like we did a, I feel like the time, the time warp set or whatever oh, yeah. was kind of a flop. And it was like, I feel like Roy got like the shit end of the stick for it. Cause it was his idea, but like, he was just trying to do art, you know? And like, right. so I think we could see and feel some of that stuff going on and was like, we felt helpless cause we were just the kids who were, you know, you guys were working for someone and then teaching us and there was nothing we could do, but we were still having a good time. Like there was still nothing wrong with it from our perspective. So, yeah. and then also drama, but that's like always with teenagers. I don't like yeah. I don't like being around drama. I don't like being a part of it. it I yeah. don't thrive off of it, you know? So same. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's the tough part with teenagers with teenage artists or <laughs> teenage artists yeah uh, ariel you were like you were you one of the older ones eventually became one of the i mean ones, right? i was in it the entire time i was in high school so eventually i was an older one oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, eventually eventually because yeah. I, I, I remember you and jaslyn yeah I mean, and i also remember half the nicknames i would call you guys now would be very insulting totally not okay <laughs> 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 between us it was fine i mean we knew the purpose of those names and whatever but right. yeah i stuck around there's a time and a place yeah i think it's because we like we all had that relationship of like we know we could like if we can bust each other's balls in a sense we can kind of be kind of yeah and that's part of trying. like that that whole thing of like being buddies like because mm-hmm. we could talk about that stuff that maybe you wouldn't want to talk about out in public with people you didn't know that well but because yes, if they had that relationship if, if they people heard what i what i would call you guys as nicknames I'd be, I'd, I'd be canceled yeah totally <laughs> i mean uh, i think that's that's the different safe space like it felt safe so like yeah. it didn't feel there was no weird energy there uh, behind it was safe it. for me to be insulting yeah <laughs> funny and it was like part of the, it was part of the thing and it was all good do you keep in contact with any of the your past, I guess, team members or friends? Um, My sister. <laughs> your sister. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> um, Ashley and um, I other reconnected than that, not recently. Ashley Genova. Oh, uh-huh. good. Wow. She... I like hit her up, I don't know, a few months ago, and I was at home with my mom for like a weekend, and we had been trying to meet up for a month maybe. And I was like, Hey, like, what are you doing? She's like, Oh yeah, I'm off today. You want to go take a dance class? And I was like, hell yeah. So we went to the <laughs> playground, so which I guess is like some big hype place now. What place? The playground. The playground. Oh yeah. Rose. Yeah. And it was not good. It was like super packed. We were dancing uh. on top of each other. It was a heels class. There were a bunch of girls uh. in there who just wanted to get videos for their Instagrams and didn't yep. dance. And, um, but I that mean, I was with right. my old best friend, so we had a good time regardless. That's that's how uh, a that's... lot of a lot of uh, dance classes so now fun. people are, yeah. are there for the gram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, man, Ashley Genova. Uh huh. Oh man, she was like, she was always, she always had a fun, upbeat attitude, and I was always a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, come on, Roy, shut up. <laughs> Rising no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what about Kelly Koo has a kid now? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so Oh wow. That's how you know I'm um, get you know you're old when you're 
the people your, you, your students you, are having your students kids. have kids yeah and that's, that's crazy how, yeah are you you guys planning on having kids this is like the adult talk now Ooh. yeah not not anytime soon but maybe eventually were you gonna uh, say what kind what kind of kids, <laughs> what kind of kids, what kind what of kids, kind of kids? Having? hopefully good ones <laughs> i mean how <laughs> many humans. how many do you plan panic half hispanic uh, is all i know as of now <laughs> at least some, some, at some least kind of hispanic <laughs> some kind of human I said at, at least half hispanic yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many um probably two although i like to joke with elaine because my dad is a twin and so oh, i'm like the twins around the family yeah if we you know if the first ones are twins then we that's might it have another one that's after it that. so oh I, I would say heck yeah i only have to do it once <laughs> oh yeah or one and done. we have one, one and done. we decide to have another one and we end up with three. Oh, that is that you never know yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so you want to give birth twice <laughs> respect man that that is a process i mean you guys were there i mean stephanie was was directing you guys as name tags back in the day yeah yep and she was pregnant yep i'm not gonna lie i was not a fan of how she did how management treated her while she was pregnant really yeah she was still working like oh hella she was working a lot yeah Yeah. i think 14 hours jesus yeah so it's like i could be exaggerating it could be just an arbitrary number that my brain just came up with it was, I was gravitated. Well, it was still too much for a pregnant woman. Yeah. And she was like still doing biz and all that too. Still doing biz, still doing name tags and yeah. working. And she was uh, the front desk manager. Yeah. And doing all the, uh, yeah. And making us like specialized notebooks for uh-huh. our routine. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely she, incredible. She made yeah. you guys the, the, the formation books and uh, yes. everything. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember. I remember we had to uh, write down in words the entire routine of yes. what the moves were and what your arm was doing and what your stance was and yeah did, the whole thing. I hope did, I still have that somewhere. Did did, mm-hmm. did any of that stuff actually help you guys? Oh, probably. Absolutely. I mean, I think I don't really know for sure, but like I think it did. It's good to have like if a I'm, reference. I think no, it helps like right like the, i think these, it helped clarify yeah mm-hmm. like uh, some of these exercises the exercises we come up with like are things that we in theory like it should work if they write down the routine in theory it should work but we right. never got mm-hmm. like actual well, data depends on how you from write it, the routine you know? so yeah, yeah. Like, so that because we were trying to do everything we can to like mentally prepare them to do it to get the routine because i was like i think if the hugest thing we're trying to do is like get them mentally prepared as well along with the routine yeah but if anything uh, it gave me super strong note-taking skills if anything like I'm like a super strong note-taker and like writer in general and like I feel like a lot of it has stemmed from that oh, yeah wow. like being super specific <laughs> about what needs right. to get done mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah it's very important That's the science of it yes it is exactly yeah <laughs> um well um I know that Steph and Mark are probably going to be listening to this because I'm I, I just texted them about it like what what are some things that you want to tell them and who knows we're going to probably be up on a podcast but what do you want to tell them i talk to mark pretty often actually what yeah. i haven't talked to steph in a really long time and i miss you stephanie and it would be cool to catch up and like see you with jordan because man i haven't seen that kid since he was a literal infant <laughs> oh, my, oh my god and um yeah, it's just been so long and it's like crazy how 
kind of this whole quarantine thing has made us reconnect with people that we haven't talked to in a long time. So, what oh, up, yeah. Oh, yeah, this happened because you were looking for podcasts. I was looking I... for podcasts on Facebook, and you were like, be on my <laughs> podcast. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you can listen to yourself. <laughs> I hate listening to myself. Oh, my God. Same. I I want to listen to this, but I probably will puke before five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It takes a while to get used to to hearing yourself on the edit. Yeah. I don't even like hearing myself in person. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, like, what, what about you, Alex? Any messages for Steph and Mark? I mean, the same as Arielle. Like, I feel like moving to Colorado, like, just by itself has, like, kind of, you know, made me appreciate all of, like, I don't know, just the people in my life that have, like, gotten me to this point and, like, made me the person I am. And that definitely includes you, Roy, and Mark and Steph. And so, I mean, thanks, Mimi, basically. <laughs> and I would love to reconnect. Oh, it just made me curious. Like, what? Like, like, quarantine. Go ahead. Oh, no. What were you going to ask? Fin- finish your thought. I, I'll, I'll remember the question. <laughs> Will you? I was just going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to re- basically re-say what Ariel said and just like quarantine has really given me time to think and like miss people and mm-hmm. you know dance community has definitely come up in that long list of like people I want to know again now you know yeah if that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy like uh where do you think your life would be if dance wasn't p- part of it that's honestly I something I don't want to think about Hmm. yeah yeah I mean dance still plays like such a huge role in my life like I just this is like a little a little getting a little real but I just got out of a a relationship and I wasn't dancing for like any of it and like as soon as I got out of it I was dancing again and like I don't know that just seems like such like a pivotal role in my life where it's like if you know I'm not doing good if I'm not dancing Mm -hmm. and so it's just like dancing and that's just like that's like the the home base of like I feel great when I'm doing it and I feel like in a great space when I feel safe that's when I'm doing it basically and like Mm -hmm. when I feel like myself that's when I'm doing it more and like embracing it Mm. so it's definitely like it's it's a safe home base. It's like the best way I can describe it. So I agree. It. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> you know how like a lot of defunding of the arts is happening? Yeah. To like, so focus on more yeah. of the sciences. It's funny. It's because you guys are so involved in the arts. You guys became scientists. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The opposite effect happened. Yeah. I feel like just it's... work ethic, which you need in that field. Right. Yeah, right. Like any, exactly. Any kind of group organization should teach that in my yeah. opinion yeah so i mean I totally think right. there were times I, I thought about it like well, i don't know prior to this i was thinking of how often of the time like i felt like i wasn't sure what the fuck i was doing <laughs> te- leading you guys there's just like really like a lot of it was theory like this should work like this will mm-hmm. help them you know obviously take everybody condition right you know, taking a lot mm-hmm. of i guess pay, uh, no little pages from sports teams yeah um john wooden mm-hmm. oh i gave you that book right you gave me the book yeah oh man oh because that's i gave you and dom that right 
because you guys so. were when coming, we were captains yeah when you guys became captains and i yeah. wanted you guys to know like and I, I felt like that was a strong book in helping you guys learn about leadership yeah wow i actually <laughs> never finished that book yeah, that's fine but, I got it, it, but it did it, like there are things about it that definitely stuck in my mind and i i'm not going to give you an example because i can't think of one but like every <laughs> once in a while things come up where i'm like oh i learned about that team building thing from the john wooden book I always know that people aren't going to read some of the books I give them, but I figured like, who knows one day it, they might, they might just stumble into reading it. Right. They might not. Where do you see you guys just, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Are you um, going to be for Hopefully job? not in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably being a mom, which is crazy. Wow. Five, yeah. So by 30, you want, you'd like to be a, a parent? It's actually that by 40, Elaine wants to be a parent, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So respect. So, <laughs> like, you know, because parenting is no joke, man. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very well, huge responsibility. It's like, yeah. it's going from being a dancer to being a captain to being a director. It's yeah, like, and then you, being the studio manager. It's like the amount of responsibility. Or spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you have to still take care of everyone. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna spill a little tea here. Um, because they probably don't listen to this podcast, but they we got let go. Steph and I got let go because, you know the, I'm just gonna, the other guy that bought out the studio. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the old owner. Yeah. She, she tried to do a hostile takeover and to cut to get it back. Huh that's what and then there was that's what there was a division in the back like who like camp the dude camp the original owner but the thing is the steph's mom was dating the yeah <gasps> that's right, right. Yep. right. That. oh my gosh wow and then uh, <laughs> so I, and then i was on their side and you know the mat the other managers were with the original owner's side right so oh, there was a shit. there was a lot of tension which is one of the reasons steph and i were wow. let go mm, crazy we were, we were like not on wow. the same page anymore I'm curious alex when did you move to colorado this whole time i still thought you were in california oh no i've been in colorado for almost four years five years shit. four years i think four Why years you hate now. california well, well i think it's clearly. evident now <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen us these days have you seen it's true <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean like the biggest the biggest my biggest motivation for moving really was just like getting out which is funny because I moved to another quote-unquote big city but relative to LA like nothing is as big oh, yeah. as that and but you, like I really just, just wanted to experience like a smaller town yeah. Yeah. Wow. I went, I went to CSU. I went to a university. So the day after I turned 18, I moved to Colorado to go to a university in Colorado. And then, Man. or the day before I turned 18, something somewhere around that there. But, and so, yeah, I mean, I went to school here for a year and then came back for a summer and then moved back and just have been here ever since. Wow. Uh, yeah. Respect, just kind man. of living. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> no, you, you, like you're out, it wasn't out on easy. your own, like <laughs> away from parents. Like, you know, they can't yeah. exactly yeah. just drive to you and help you out. So kudos to you to like taking that leap. I definitely would like my, 
impression of 12 year old Alex of you being like kind of timid it was like yeah growing right. into who, mm-hmm. growing into who you are now is just see seeing the evolution is fucking cool man yeah yeah, I, yeah. I think it's oh. cool that, I, think, I think I feel like most teachers every teacher that sh- that's had you know working with students should have a conversation with their adult uh, students because it's yeah. different because yeah you know, not only sure. not only do I not have to hold back in cussing <laughs> I can actually drink with you guys and uh, smoke without going to jail. So. Yeah. <laughs> because a legal. It's legal. Yeah, they're adults now. Yeah. Okay. On, uh, on multiple levels. On yeah. multiple levels, we will not get in trouble. We and we don't have to deal with parents. Yeah. Oh man, that was like right. was the parent. Right. That was one of the parts that kind of like was tough. It was like asking because like, parents would well, well care but the parents cared in the sense of like they wanted to know that you guys are doing well but it was also like mm-hmm. some parents were a little hard to deal with yeah <laughs> my mom my mom who asked 50 questions at the start of every year in the meeting oh, oh you're no I, your parents like you your parents are great thanks i I'll think tell them. like my mom <laughs> loves you Oh my God, my mom just thought you were like the greatest. You and Mark and Steph, she just like was obsessed with you guys. Oh, really? Oh, that's like, yeah. yeah, that's a good thing. You know, it's like as an adult. My mom too. Like, because I thought, like, you know, in our, in my eyes to us, we were, to them, we were kids because they're right. much older, you know? Right. So it's so nice to hear, hear that. Because I, yeah. I, I remember having nothing but positive interactions with both your mom and dad. Nice. So, and then, you know, she created this kind of persona where she's a happy all the time, but I know uh-huh. deep inside, it's like one of those right. things deep inside, she's, she's probably experiencing a lot of sadness. Yeah, so, for sure. And then, and right. Then, well, she's probably only happy when she's around you guys. Right. Yeah, I mean, she's still part of, and then, mm-hmm. you know, still the same, like in the sense of very happy and and all that, but I can only imagine what life with that type of personality is like. Yeah. Especially right. being parented with it, because... I mean, me being a parent now, I think the the biggest lesson I would I, I was taught was like you're not just shape creating, you know, you're not just giving life, you're creating a consciousness, right? Creating yeah. so, someone's way of thinking. So yeah, you know, totally. yeah, the, the whole thing of like what you do to children, you just you do to society. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So it's like right, dang. Yeah. So when like when I what, that's how I feel when I see these people protesting about the masks. It's like it's like children that were never yeah. told no. Yeah. yeah. That's literally it. Right. Yes. Yeah. I am so ashamed of white people being a white person. <laughs> like I am so ashamed of other white people right now. A mm-hmm. lot not not all of them, but like yeah. especially where I am here in Orange County, like oh I just I can't believe it. And I come from a hip hop community, you know? Like I have this mindset of like inclusivity and being aware of the people around you have different backgrounds and all this kind of stuff that a lot of my peers I could say like never got and won't ever understand Mm. like I am so ashamed of that Mm, yeah you were brought up in a lot of culture so to speak a lot yeah yeah Yeah. diversity yeah diversity has anyone called you a Karen Thank God, no. no. I would punch someone in the fucking face. <laughs> then you would perpetuate the stereotype, though. You well, feel like there's like no way out cops. of that. 
Well, she's she's not <laughs> that's asked, true. She's not. She wouldn't you know, call the cops, and she doesn't. I'd punch hair. him in this the face, fine. and then I'd say, "Let's talk about it." Yeah. Let's just talk about it. Can you please tell me? Punch just now. Yeah. So she's not. I mean, it's funny how Karen has gone from like asking for the manager to fucking someone who's complaining about masks or 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 telling people to go back to their countries uh-huh. yeah risking someone's life by calling the police on them mm. for doing absolutely nothing yeah hopping on people in line for a salad oh my god Ugh. it's wild it's it, it's disappointing because you it's like it's seeing the ugliness but it's same like i'm seeing the both sides it's one on the bright side you're seeing the ugliness so it can mm-hmm. be fixed mm-hmm. on right. the bad side you're seeing the right. ugliness can they be fixed? therefore right. yeah that's the thing with people with adults like it's hard to be, like once we're adults kind of people are get set in their ways and it's right. kind of hard to change it unless they go through some sort of traumatic experience right so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, i used to like, watch those videos for like fun like just like to laugh at them and stuff and, and like now i watch them and i'm like yeah Oh, like there's like actually people out there that are like this and that's yeah. so upsetting and yeah. like people are openly making fun of you on the internet and you're doubling down jk right. rowling yeah <laughs> oh my God, yes Did this, seriously have you witnessed any friendships like i don't know if you're still on social media but if like friendships torn apart because of different political views no no i mean i feel like most of the friends that i keep are like friendships or like conversations like that are welcomed even mm. if it's not like directly like you know directly um oh, agreeing on everything but it's like there's that room for conversation and there's that room for like uh, well so this, this is what i this is why i think what i think like why do you think what you think like let's you, talk about it can you guys tell me what it's like having those conversations no having friends that are actual adults Oh right! Because <laughs> uh, I've cut so yeah. many people off. Proudly, I will say I have cut them off. Yeah. Like some of them, I tried reasoning to. Like I have one friend now. I think she was hanging out with another friend of mine, and they were they're gonna try to go like take photos of the comet the other night or last night. And then my friend texted and he goes, "Oh, went home. Uh-huh. It was a wash. It was too cloudy." And he goes, "So we need to uh, talk to her." I'm like, about what? Like, why do I need to be in this conversation? Like, she's like, apparently her science literacy is not there. I'm like, oh, well, oh. was she at least open to like, yeah. you know, the conversation? She was, she was like, yeah, like she was, she was actually like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. I didn't science. know that. It's like, you know, let me. But my freedoms. No, she wasn't like that. But she was like, oh, shit, I just <laughs> did not know. But mm-hmm. I'm like you could have looked it up but sure whatever don't depend on your friends to educate right you. like that's right that's but, the frustrating thing is like yeah. people that are so quick to form an opinion but mm-hmm. like didn't do any research they don't know anything about mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah right or they're like yeah well i think this because of this and i was like okay well that's actually not true yeah they're like oh well like I don't, it's actually I don't really not it's true. actually <laughs> like, fact is what yeah. you think you know, is true <laughs> right like right. this thing you're right. presenting to me is your opinion yeah shared exactly. by other people that are also wrong yeah right here are the right here's the right stuff also you know what here's google yeah yeah honestly like, at some point you're gonna have to like throw your arms all I yeah. am not in charge of your education. Like yeah. there's so many resources out there mm-hmm. that if you're not seeking them out, like that's on you. That's, your that's problem. on yeah. me to educate you. And she like tried to yeah. say like, oh, you know, our school and district. I, have, I mean, I've had family. 
No, it's like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You've yeah. had friendly what? I mean, there's like, oh, I was gonna just going to say that I've had family members where it's been the opposite experience where like I have had, I have tried to have conversations, you know, in rational ways and like logical terms where I'm like, well, like, you know, give me the facts. Like, why do you think what you think? And it's like, Mm -hmm. just like completely spat back in my face. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to have a conversation about it, I'm not going to have this conversation at all. Yeah. You know, like I am not going to have an interaction where it's just like someone trying to prove me wrong rather than talking about it. Like I'm all, I'm down for talking about it and like, hearing someone's point of view but the minute it gets defensive and like defending ethics somehow I'm like that's not what I'm here to do like I'm here to talk about what's happening like you know what is concrete fact not your opinion on those facts yeah I mean that's the thing like most people get into conversations to be right not exactly Mm -hmm. to understand right exactly so, and then and as humans we're like emotional creatures so if we spit mm-hmm. statistics and data <laughs> cannot compute one yeah. per- only one percent of children will die <laughs> if yeah. we open schools sure. yeah <laughs> like like that's like four. tens of thousands of kids like they are you saw, kidding they saw the one percent and they're like that's totally fine they didn't like see that children right. will die yeah, it's so. like the same thing as like that like the one percent holds the majority no, of you know the what, money. Ha- you know what has <laughs> to be done. You know, you know. Remember growing up, I don't know if, like the whole smoking. This is your brain on drugs. Oh was super dramatic, <laughs> but, it, it, but it was it worked in a sense because even though it was kind of wild, it mm, worked because yeah. it was dramatic and kind of edgy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it it tapped into that like like the ethos logos. I don't really know what it is. The like the it's tapping into like your ethics or like you mm-hmm. know like the shock factor of like yeah. oh wow yeah I mean, it's that, like some english term i don't really know what it is i feel like we have to do that Just with that. half the, like, <laughs> all these statistics mm-hmm. like yeah like i don't know if we should do a commercial of like all these happy kids like oh look at all these millions of kids and then boom all these kids millions of kids strapped to a bomb and the joker right next to them yeah oh my god <laughs> and the joker just wearing like freaking coronavirus on his yeah. shirt <laughs> i don't know it sounds like some crazy wild visual to get people I, I don't know how like this medically holds up but apparently there's been some men that have experienced like ed and other sexual dysfunctions after having recovered from covid and that'll, you know, that'll get them listening exactly yeah. i'm like if you think you're such a fucking man not wearing a fucking mask right maybe you'll be less of a man after you get covid and you can't get your dick up in the first place right yeah like know know the consequences if mm-hmm. you're gonna participate in this yeah uh, well and this, the thing is we don't know uprising. the consequences like we don't know right. what's gonna happen long term we don't exactly and, and I kind of avoid talking about all this stuff I don't know if that's like the best way to deal with it but on one hand like I don't want to be educating anybody but also I don't know enough to educate anybody like yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to spread anything if Mm -hmm. I don't believe and I don't have reason to back it up like I see my mom posting stuff on Facebook from different news sources and just people writing posts that say it's by someone and you can't trace it back like I just I I don't do any of that because Mm. yeah 
it's not my place. Like, mm. I'm just going to follow what they tell me to do. I'm going to like be careful and wear my mask and whatever. And I don't want to be a part of the conversation because I, I don't think it's my place. Yeah. Mm, fair. Mm. It's true. I wish people I respect who... that much more than I think you were just about to say this probably someone that doesn't know mm-hmm. anything about it has a vocally little... <laughs> being very vocal yeah. about it yeah and I, I think, think like that's a that's like it's kind of like a good like thing to follow where you know like just do what the source that you trust basically tells you to do but right. at the same time there are people that really trust these sources that are just obviously right. very false and wrong but they mm-hmm. completely trust and believe in it which is so it's hard to like mm-hmm. kind of sway them in the other direction like no well, you're listening to the person that you want to listen to so how yeah come i'm I gonna listen yeah, to exactly yeah. and i'm like and i'm like yeah wrong. but i'm listening to a fucking doctor i'm not listening to this every day right yeah, I, I, have you seen that meme like the go to these guys go to like years of education education and all that shit and only to have someone who does (laughs) does google and youtube research to say you're a fucking liar yeah yeah but yes i understand there was this there was a a cartoon by i think the new yorker i know we went to we spent years and years of uh, schooling and research on this but uh, this guy on facebook is making some really good points (laughs) 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 it's crazy that's why it's like when I when I hear say when I hear do your research, it's always like, where's the like, do your research? Where are you doing source. your research? Yeah, right. Like, hmm. there's all these fucking conspiracy theory people uh, on the uh, are, are sharing what they are freely what they are sharing freely sharing what they want to say on YouTube, hmm. and you know, I'll I'll be it. We live in a free country that allows us to do that, so right. grateful for that. Yeah, and it's also but you know it's a two edged sword where like this kind of it can be a cancer so to speak or a virus mm. to hmm. truth and yeah to, uh, to right. progress because and it's annoying because it's like the data is there yeah like it's yeah. like we're it's not science. it's like you we can argue People as much as you want about the, the science like we can argue as much as you want about the, the effectiveness of a mask but like the data is there they are literally the epitome we are number of, one again. okay, nerd. So I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, well, and then there's lots of ways that people are skewing real data too to make it seem like something other True. than what it is. Mm-hmm. Like they'll give right. huge numbers with no reference points of compared to mm-hmm. the regular flu mm-hmm. or compared yeah. to right. polio or whatever. They're just saying it's this many, but... Mm-hmm. That we also have more people now than we did back then, and right, mm. and like the time so, scale is all off. Like it's oh, yeah. like, yeah, there are so many. There are so many things that you have to compare, like so many factors that mm-hmm. you have to consider in order to make a comparison legit. Yeah, and a, like right. news sources aren't doing that because they want to scare people. They want to mm-hmm. like tell mm-hmm. people that there's something going on, and kind of induce this panic. And that's all that I'm going to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm studying to be a doctor. It's fine. That's, uh, that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. But I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> name. Episode title done. Okay. So all right. So let's wrap it up here. I, I, I'm curious. I know we like went super adult politics, or not really politics, but like some shit 
adults talk about nowadays. Adult news. Adult news. Adult news. That sounds weird. That sounds like a parody. Some porn shit. That sounds like a porn parody. Newscasters like topless and. Oh my god. You should see the stuff they were doing in Japan about that. Anyway. Oh, I believe it. Oh god. Like, I'm I'm curious because you guys. It sounds like you guys found something that you guys really are passionate about that you're not just doing because your parents are fucking telling you to do it. And that's so fucking cool and powerful because I, I know, uh, at least me growing up, a lot of my friends mm-hmm. made their choices based off their parents. What would your insight or advice be to someone who was Alex's age growing up to help find what they love? Yeah. Okay. I would say, I, I mean, every decision I've made up to this point has been on instinct and following my passion and I think that's like the best advice to follow is like if something makes you feel passionate and like motivated and like it makes you happy in the morning like that's probably something you should be doing like you know regardless of what that is regardless if you think that it will like exceed your career or anything like if that's like like my whole like career like my quote unquote impressive resume was built on like spur of the moment like oh yeah that sounds like I want to try that and like all like out of nowhere I was like oh well this is a pretty strong resume where I was like okay well I guess I could do this with that and like that would probably work and so it's just basically like (laughs) doing things that sound cool is my like my best advice that's cool I was I was always so calculated in what I was trying to apply for that's cool that you just whenever I try to do that it just doesn't work it just like kind of backfires and I'm like okay well this so I'm just gonna try this for a while and then that's what leads me like further along I'm like okay well I'm just gonna stop trying so hard I guess (laughs) (laughs) basically your philosophy in life is just do it for shits and giggles maybe I'll make a career out of it yeah exactly that that sounds fun (laughs) right maybe for like maybe for like some type A people, they're it like, is. Yeah. "No, oh my god, you yeah. mean oh, I'm 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 pretty type A, yeah. so I'm like, you mean you just did it? <laughs> I'm like, you didn't I'm like, like write given... out a whole plan? <laughs> you didn't right. do a pros and cons I've, list? Like, you didn't make a chart on the wall? I've like given presenta- presentations to people like on like you know like my like." I mean, I'm not even done with my undergrad career yet, but like my undergrad career and like my internship experiences. And like, I always get the question of like, okay, but like, what if we're not like you? And I'm like, what do you, <laughs> what do you That's mean true, by that? That's the best like, thing. What if we're not like, <laughs> what be if we're not more like, like me? Like yeah. you? Yeah. So like, well, be more <laughs> Yeah. That's your first problem. You're not me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I don't know if that can be helped. But, <laughs> but I don't know. And then, but I don't know is what I say at the end. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, I, I really do think that like, like as long as you are following your interest and like making decisions for yourself, like you mentioned that, like, not making decisions for other people like if you really listen to what you want to be doing you're probably on a good track but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm so adding that (laughs) if i say that to my clients they'll be like so did the ads work like yeah it did like yeah converted well you know we we earned i don't know turned ten thousand dollars in sales but i don't know 
Well, so the ad didn't work. I guess that's good, right? <laughs> I don't know. Advice. I don't know if I can add any more to what Alex said that wouldn't be saying what she just said. Like, I'm, I think I'm a little bit in between the two. Like, I like to plan and see if I can figure things out. But then, yeah, when I try to do that, it, something falls through and I get really upset and like, I'm like, fuck it all, you know? And so it's sort of just finding, what was that? Time to freestyle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's sort of like finding the balance. Like if you really want to think about what you want to do, go for it. But also you have to have the flexibility to understand that if it doesn't work out and it's probably not going to work out, that you've got to figure out something else to do. So mm. then at that point, you know, try going with your gut. Yeah, I love that. That's not a helpful answer. It's all about adapting. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, no, like you totally can't be helpful. married to like your ideal situation and then if right. that doesn't exactly. go through and you don't have a backup or you, you know, don't, and you're, and you can't think on your feet, you're like, oh shit, what am I going to do? Right. Be sad for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. mean I, I completely agree with you, Ariel, because like people are like, are become so attached to what they want when life shits on them and mm-hmm. pulls the rug especially with like this happening yeah, yeah. people like, right. people get some sort Shout of shot on I- everybody yeah they yeah. People kind of go through an identity crisis or something <laughs> like that like like what do i do now mm-hmm. like what's next and they you know and i like the uh, flexibility and I, i'm glad you guys are like sharing that because it's something that i learned much later on because i mm-hmm. obviously i i like my plan when I was in high school was like get married by twenty one. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, and get married by twenty one. And much when I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor. But yeah, I was, and I I had imagined myself working at some big animation company mm-hmm. later. But you know, that changes when you when that changes. When the Fire when, Nation attacks. When the Fire Nation attacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, when uh, after my. A pretty intense experiences in the animation industry, which kind of pushed me away from it. So, which is why I run uh, an advertising company now. I think taking art to like big industry is always going to be stressful and you're, you're always kind of going to be answering to someone else. Right. So Mm. that's got to be rough for someone who just wants to like do their craft and doesn't want to be a part of a system. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like when I, I got into animations, like oh, I want to create my own animation stories and all that right. stuff. Right. And it was like, oh no, you go to the industry to create these other stories. Yeah. You're, 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 like, you're, mm, you're a cog in the machine. <laughs> yeah. You're in right. charge of this character's nose, and that's it. <sighs> yeah. Like, oh. So, uh, I'll be. It was cool experience. It was cool working on video games, but it was like it was. I didn't want to just be another cog in the machine. Which right. Is, right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that's it. Uh, where can people find you online to connect with you guys, uh, stalk you guys, send you guys <laughs> DMs, shoot their shots? I'm just kidding. Where can, they, where can people connect with you? I don't know if I established that. But, um, I'm pretty and then we can all get together media. for we can all get together for like another episode where you guys read like thirsty DMs. Mean comments. Read their thirsty DMs. Mm-hmm. Or, or the hecklers. The hecklers and the thirsty DMs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not super big into social media. I have an Instagram that I just recently made private, so I'm not even gonna... So don't bother. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. One day, one day I'll have a physical therapy Instagram that maybe there I you can go. put out there. Heck yeah. It's not the time. 
she's off the grid right now yeah you, you can hear catch her on the next episode of the podcast yeah <laughs> she's got a full bloom in business <laughs> right <laughs> i am on everything basically you can find me on linkedin nice <laughs> alexandria yes. promote that linkedin um, <laughs> anyone looking for a geoscientist i'm your girl <laughs> I'm on Instagram, alexh.27. Mm. I'm like pretty active on social media. I like literally do like a little bit of everything and I share that to the world. So you can go nice. see what I'm up to usually that's through MRI. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've been, I've, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Everything we mentioned is going to be in the links in the description. Is it? Oh, fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep that in you all have right. to keep that in <laughs> alright alright so that's it ladies and gentlemen everything we mentioned all the links are going to be in the description if you guys like this make sure you hit like subscribe show this to friends who you think might find this entertaining and it's still 2020 which means it's an election year so make sure you go out and vote out do and your vote. part mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you're listening to this go ahead and vote do your part shoot Register your shot vote. send me DMs so I can read it on this <laughs> podcast but uh, I can yell at every single one of you. <laughs> that is it. I hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Take care. I love you. And bye. <laughs> 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 Beep, blah, 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 blah. Beep.